is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hey, whiners. Are you guys sick of hearing everyone talk about their favorite shows on HBO? And you're like, but I don't have HBO, you guys. Like, this isn't fair. We've got free HBO for you. You guys, we straight up are giving you some free HBO. Via Amazon. Via Amazon. It's like this weird mashup of Amazon and HBO. Yeah, you can get your HBO on Amazon, and they have a free trial, and you get, like, unlimited access to everything. But if you want some free HBO, all you have to do is go to Boardwalk Audio slash Amazon HBO. Okay, uh, guys. If you guys don't know that you your web addresses need .com, okay, HTTP <laughs> forward slash www. No, seriously. Um, if you guys don't know about .com, you gotta get on it. Yeah, then there's then you're probably not gonna figure out how to work HBO yeah. or Amazon, so presumably you know anyway. True, and you probably don't actually have friends that would care if you watch <laughs> well, HBO Well, then you really need HBO yeah. to entertain yourself. Oh, hey, do you want friends? Do you, do you need friends? friends? Get it by getting... <laughs> Uh, get free HBO. Yeah. Here, what's the website again? The so we have website, it. you can get a free seven-day trial HBO by going to boardwalkaudio.com forward slash forward slash I can talk oh she's drunk already guys com. we're sitting in Covell I haven't had a sip mm-hmm. I'm high on a broken foot um, <laughs> boardwalkaudio.com forward slash Amazon HBO <laughs> okay it's Amazon HBO they gotta put that in yeah okay um, so boardwalk audio Amazon HBO and then if you decide to go forward with it you get unlimited access to anything HBO for only $14.99 a month what if this was just HBO from the Amazon wow <laughs> What if that's what this was? From the, what yeah. if that's what we were slinging here? Going down the river. It's just a bunch of, like, rainforests and, yeah. like, killer spiders. I mean, it would be... Oh, I was about to say it would be very relaxing, just all the rain sounds. No. But then you get spiders. The oh. Amazon is out to kill you. Oh. The Amazon is not your friend. No. HBO know. is your friend, but Amazon is HBO, out to kill you. Yeah, the, the Amazon, the website is friendly. Amazon, the area might kill you. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm talking about the place. Okay. I mean, my dad went there once. He was okay, but oh. I'm sure... He, inter- he encountered terror at every bend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so go there, guys. Check it out. Get your free HBO. Get it. Get it. Bye. I just drink wine. Welcome to the wine situation. It's a if only you could see the weird uh, thing Sean's doing with his hands. <laughs> I'm doing my best, Mr. Burns. It, it says mm. very much Velociraptor to me. Uh, hi, I'm Ellen Clifford. This is the wine situation where uh, we pair people's whiny wines with boozy wines. Yeah, I'm Sean Buckles, and I help do that. So yeah, we take someone's wine with an H, like something they want to you know whine about, and then we just find a wine with an I to go with it. So it's you know this kind of like boozy study hall. It's exactly what it is. But also like therapy session. Exactly. Yeah. We all come out feeling better and if not better, at least buzzed. Something that begins with a B. Better buzzed. Better buzzed. Buttered. I feel buttered. buttered. (laughs) I'm I'm just greasy. I dream of feeling but oh no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there's like a chat room you could find to help you with (laughs) it.
Uh, so we feel qualified to do this job because uh, Sean, he helped open Bar Covell. He worked with Greg Condes, and he is the wine whisperer Aww. who has this supernatural ability to pull what wine you need out of your soul and give it to you. Ooh, way to tie in for the Halloween episode. Yeah, and I'm Ellen trying. is qualified because she's passed the W sets. Yeah. Yes, the accreditation program, and she's about to pass the quartermasters. That's <laughs> right. We hope so, Sean. Yeah, we're hitting the road. At 5 a.m. tomorrow. 5 a.m. tomorrow morning to yeah. go take some wine tests. By the time you guys hear this, You'll have heard us tell you about it. Probably. But, but let's, you know, let's, uh, I mean, that's how supernatural this episode is. It's yeah. going back to Back the, in time. Back in time. Before <laughs> it all happened. With that supernatural power called recording. This is like the ghost, this is like the ghost of us before we knew about wine from the Quartermasters. Yeah. Ooh. These are the, ooh, it is. Future self. Future self. Please know it's going to be okay. Don't use the spittoon, Ellen. Use the spittoon. <laughs> <laughs> Just warning myself. In Sean, you had the knowledge in you all along. Why don't you do the hip sip tip? <laughs> okay, let's do the hip sip tip. What did you hip sip tip this week? I hip sip tipped a freaking magnum of 2006 Martinelli Russian River Valley Zinfandel from Whoa. that someone sent me because they were really nice. Because I on the wine app, I like I wrote about the zin and how I was drinking it to like wash my ex right out of my hair because because <laughs> oh. it's a long story. But anyway, yeah. someone saw that and was like, I have uh, my my wife and I have more than we can ever drink, and I have this vintage bottle. I'm, I'll send you some. He sent me a magnum of it. So what? I called up. I didn't waste time. I called up a couple of friends and we downed that sucker. And it was Zens don't normally age well. They age a little better in magnums because there's a little less oxygen coming in. Apparently, this one was beautiful. It, yeah. was, it was getting a little, almost a little leathery, but all it had all the spiciness and jamminess of a good Zen. And also, it takes twice as long to age because it's twice as much. So you know, yeah, gotta use it as a rule of thumb for a magnum. Yeah, um, that sounds delicious. Also, I'm gonna start tweeting about stuff so people send me free wine. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I didn't ask. I just. Well, someone else saw that no, and they I commented. They're like, "Ah, Ellen gets heartbroken on delectable, and she gets free wine. Happy ending to bad story." I was like, "Yeah, exactly." I'll Happy just start ending. breaking up with people left and right. There you go. I'm just doing it for the wine. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. It it's not charity. you. It's not you. It's not you. It's just it's a the charity wine. wine. I mean, I think he sent it to me just because he was excited about the producer I was writing about. Oh, but, I but see. all I know is there are very nice people in the wine community who have more. Wine than they can drink. I'm going to chalk it up to therapeutic wine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did you sip? What did you sip upon? Well, I had probably one of the most amazing meals of my life <gasps> at uh, Single Thread up in Hillsburg, and it was this amazing, amazing meal. But he had this pairing with this aged sake. I heard. And that. the uh, yeah, the far gras. The with it went with gras. gras. Yeah, I'm like that's far my gras. best uh, far gras. Um, but it was slightly whipped, and this is, sounds horribly pretentious the, the way I described this. Yeah, whipped? the whipped. I mean, like this whipped, like delicious far gras. And and then uh, and then this aged sake and this pairing was absolutely life changing. And I've never really had an aged sake, and I didn't get the producer, of course, but uh, it was incredible. It was one of these like two insanely like earthy kind of flavors, yeah. and he merged them together, and it created this like umami extra flavor, and it was just it, it brought me to my knees. It was amazing. Wow. So aged sake, who knew? I barely had sake. Yeah, and like I was shocked, and he's like, "I'm gonna pair a sake with this." I was like, "Oh." Okay. Uh. He also paired a Syrah with duck, and I had I had notes on that, but. <laughs> 
We can get into that later. Notes on that. Should we intro Intro our our guest? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. You guys know her from, she is a main company Groundlings member from Veep and upcoming Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far on Foot, the new Gus Van Sant movie, which I'm so excited to ask you about. Oh yeah. And Lane. Thanks Hi. for having me. Yeah, my God. Thanks this is Anne Lane. <laughs> Anne Lane. Oh, I, I said it really has. Like, Anne Lane. No, I love <laughs> it. I didn't catch it. But, uh, you know, just in case, because my ears Anne are... Yeah. Hi, Anne Lane. Hi. You said it correctly on okay. my birth certificate. It says Anne Lane and then a uh, little asterisk. Say it like a Muppet. Oh, okay. yeah. So, <laughs> well, that's so like my like, go-to delivery, it's I think, great. Is as Muppet. It's like the opposite of Don Parno. Anne <laughs> <laughs> Anne Lane. Anne um, um, thank you for having oh me. Oh my god! So excited! Wow. Yeah. You guys she are amazing. She also has the really high credit of having been one of the original coaches of the now defunct yes. <laughs> improv team. I was on. Oh, it was so <laughs> much fun to coach you guys. You were so much fun to to coach us. And then she <laughs> she she got two minutes. She got in the groundlands, and we were like, "Fly free, little bird." Oh, I was like, "Goodbye, Fly my free. babies." I see, I see you, on, and then you know, and then we we see each other all over the place because improv is uh, silly and everyone does it, and That's it's just true. a way to meet friends. Yeah. You know, uh, small world, small world. And you have a great name. I love your name and like uh-huh. how it's typed out. I was like looking at it today online. I was like, oh, yeah, looks, Thank you. It's so like symmetrical. So elegant. It's very mm-hmm. yeah. It's a you should satisfying. have stationery if you don't. Name <laughs> on it. Just because they would look beautiful. Some embossed oh my stationery. Uh, that would be gorgeous. Reminds yeah. me of my grandfather who actually had stationery of his name and it also said Order of the Purple Heart and he was like oh he'd always God. type out his letters to his grandchildren and sign them Dr. Finley E. Russell not grandpa like it yeah. was it was very like don't think of me as a relative yeah. I'm Dr. Finley Russell so don't forget I'm a doctor right oh my God. <laughs> he also told us some horrifying war stories when my sister was very oh little <laughs> World War II uh, Korea oh whoa mm-hmm. yeah yeah, I want to get. I want to. Oh, no, I want to ask. I want. Oh no, please! I think there was also. I don't know. It all is conflated in my head because I know he was in London during a war, but uh-huh. I don't. And I know that one of his stories. I mean, it like traumatized my little sister because she had to ask him yeah. questions uh, as part of like a school assignment, <laughs> like for like surviving war veterans. You oh to, my like, god, <laughs> that's a dark assignment. Isn't it? Yeah, right. I kind Especially of love for it. Third grade. Yeah, <laughs> she was little. She wow, was around crazy. there. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah it Wait, was. Really? That was making a joke. No, no, it was it was legitimately around around like it was in elementary school. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like traumatizing. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, I mean, if we want, this is like a little bit of a segue into yeah, the, yeah, and then and you this, get to your wine because I'm going to open. Oh this. my gosh, so, yeah. great! Because it's time Please. to have it's a glass of wine. Yeah, we need. Oh yeah, some liquid. Oh, I I don't want to like take over your podcast. no, but you go ahead and and usually while while wine gets to uh, while wine while, while wine gets to I haven't even had a drink yet. This is our first. <laughs> One of the night. Um, while Sean is opening that, why don't you tell us what your Great. Hawaiian with an H? Oh yes. So my so I'll tell you the little sister's story in way to segue into what our okay. our topic is. And it was just that he, my grandfather, was in London during some of the bombings, I guess. Mm. And he, mm. and this story I remember from childhood ish, so it might be incorrect. But um, he was a nurse, and he had just like uh, tended to a family whose building had been bombed, and then he got 
got up and he started walking back towards uh, his base or whatever. And then he heard in the background another plane come by and drop bombs right behind him and turned around and they'd all been. Yeah. So uh, that is what he told my little sister when she was like. In third grade. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. Like six or seven. A lot of times people don't want to talk about that who've been to war. You know, they're more like, let's not discuss. Right. So in a way, I'm interesting that he was able to talk about it. Yeah. Kind of like compartmentalize it, I guess, enough so that he could have a conversation Mm -hmm. around it. It's strange. I don't know how he could reconcile that kind of memory. Yeah, I don't know how I could either. Yeah. Oh, but. I can't even um, imagine. And segue into your wine. (laughs) This goes well into your wine. (laughs) So my wine with an H. If you happen to be those people that's behind him. (laughs) Right. It's, yeah, if you are listening, uh, it's about not knowing what happens after death and being frustrated about that. The lack of information. There's a lot to whine about around that. Yeah. Right? I think so. I think so. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, I was trying to think of what I would want to whine about. And besides something about um, Michael Gambon's Dumbledore performance being <laughs> like the bane of my existence. Um, and poor Anne, I was like, I don't know anything no. about that. I think this is good. I think this means you're not enabling. Yeah. Well, like, your wine gave us a really exciting opportunity to uh, blind taste because we don't know what's in the bottle. We don't know what we're and drinking. I, I can, we don't know what we're drinking, you guys. We thought if you can deal with my dorkiness, I would take us all through like the, the bare bones of, of how at least I learned deductive, to wine taste. Yeah, deductive reasoning yeah. of wine this is so, so yeah, So we don't know what we're drinking. So yeah. this this has been wrapped without our knowledge. Thank you, Brennan, for Thank wrapping, you, Brennan. The, uh, wrapping the bottle Thank of you, wine. Thank you, Greg Condes, our sponsor Thank for you, sending Condes. us the wine. <laughs> yeah. I'm really scared. I mean, I, this is cheating a little. I can see by the shape of the bottle. I know one thing I can say. It's probably not. Yeah, it's probably not. Not a, Bordeaux, uh, a Burgundy. Pinot Noir. Yeah. yeah, it's probably not a Pinot Noir mm. Burgundy. Oh. It's definitely not a Chardonnay because it's red. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll start with uh, the, uh, should we, uh, should we all cheers? Yeah. Let's yeah. cheers first, yeah. And then we'll get into how blo- how yeah. you blind taste. Best summer of our lives. Best summer of our lives. <laughs> I'm ready for fall. Mm, love it. That's my slurping. I like this. <laughs> That's how you aerate. Ooh. You kind of like aerate it through. Because, you know, like 75% of how you taste is, is a smell. Yeah. The times I've like gotten yeah. wines like mm. right off the bat on the nose is usually I've just looked at them and smelled it and I'm like, that's cob. It's yeah, usually cob from. Yeah, that's that. Wow. Um, I get it. I did, the, I did the horrible rookie mistake of brushing my teeth a little oh, too no. soon. I mean, it was like a half an hour ago, but it's still Take too a, soon. Yeah. Mm. Well, we can start with the, so what you do normally, and once again, the goblets are not good for analyzing, but you look at and the color. This is a almost garnet kind of red. I'll give you that. I'd say medium medium intensity. It's not really medium. It's, it's pretty full red, but it's got a little bit of a watery rim to it. Mm. You... I can't really see what the legs are like in these goblets. Ooh, what is that? Um, what is legs? Legs oh. is how much it sticks side. to the... Oh, brilliant. Which doesn't mean anything about quality or anything. It just means how viscous the wine is. Right? Yeah, yeah. And all, yeah, and how much alcohol. Because oh. like, like heavier tears, like lo- like slower tears will mean more booze. Really? Yeah. Oh. So if there's like, a lot of like tears on the glass, like the legs, and they call them legs, yeah. the more alcohol. Oh, oh, interesting. So would you all agree with the, the garnet of the, the I would garnet? agree with the garnet, yeah. I'm still, like, I'm just learning these, the, the, like, the classifications yeah. for, because there are like ways to learn, like, there's like certain 
certain words that they use to describe color. I'm taking color. us through the yeah. W sets, the W sets way, because we have, although when this airs, we will know the uh, Court of Ooh, Master Sommelier's technique. Spooky. It's very similar to the W sets, but yeah, they have like red is either supposed to be medium or intense or pale, although pale would, a pale red would be a rosé, right. but um, mm. then you're like, you have to say whether it's slightly purple red or ruby red or mm-hmm. then you go into garnet and then you go into like freaking brown and you're like that wine's out of condition right <laughs> oh my god what do you think Anne? well i wanted Initial to tasting. confess something real quick to give you a context of well it's not anything that has to do with today okay, okay. You're, like, you're like i saw yeah. the bottle i'm a I ghost <laughs> oh my god uh, <laughs> that would be exactly how i confessed i was a ghost and yes everyone's future is just them as a ghost and that actually checks out logically <laughs> like what? at some point our future is just a ghost Right, right, it really is. Kind of. Or unless yeah. ghosts. Oh my god! What? I didn't even mean for this to line up. We decided on this topic before I trespassed in Bella Lugosi's castle. What? It's half built, and there's a creepy. Uh, Where? It's amazing. It's in the hills, and yeah. it's. Uh, it's a lot. Oh, but what I was going to confess was that for <laughs> Sunday Company, we had to uh, do like we had to do concessions for like our opening nights or for main company. Mm-hmm. Like you'd pour wine for people, oh, like right, yeah. and like just sort of make them comfortable in the lobby and we were supposed to have a rosé and we did not and I was like I hate that we have to do this stupid task <laughs> so we just like poured red and white wine together oh! and like people still You're drink it a wine oh my God. <laughs> I know <laughs> Oh and my it, God. I was like, so it was like uh, that thing of like when a serial killer walks around right after doing yeah. something and feels like this buzz. Like I was like, yeah, you rosé <laughs> drinkers. You that was probably me. Like this is a fun no. rosé. <laughs> a little tannic. So, nobody liked it. I think uh, people are more smart than I than I knew. Uh, yeah. No, everyone was like, thanks. <laughs> Did it look the color of rosé? Sort of. Yeah. I guess. Oh I, mean, I mean, I don't know anything about wine. A lot of time. I mean, like that is a, a style kind yeah. of. Of making rosé. Rosé really? champagne is made with both red and white wine. Mm-hmm. Most yeah. rosés are made yeah. just with red. But grapes. I don't know if you mix it before you ferment. I think I you think, mix before you well, ferment. They, I think they make the wine separately, then oh, yeah? mix them, then the second fermentation. Oh, yeah, the second but fermentation I, I of I think yeah. they usually start with fermenting them separately. Wow. Yeah. Although sometimes in uh, the Cote Roti in, in the northern Rhone Valley, they sometimes co-ferment uh, Syrah with Viognier, tiny oh, yeah. bits of Viognier. Well, Viognier brings out like um, Viognier a lot of being like, a the white floral. grape and Syrah being red. Oh, right, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, like, it's common to put a little bit of Viognier in with Syrah, I oh. guess. It's kind of a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Anyway, uh, yeah. what were you oh, saying about, about, about Bella Lugosi's... Oh, yeah. Right. So he started building a castle. I haven't researched this online. I just know because it's in, it's in the area of uh, my boyfriend's house, and it's and someone who, like, does the architecture there or does, like, landscaping there mm-hmm. knows the backstory because there's this hill, and at the top of the hill... There's this stone, like, uh, what would this be? Like, an, just an entranceway, like a mm-hmm. stone entranceway with a, a circular, like a round opening in the front. And that's sort of all you can see from underneath the hill. And it's a very steep hill. And so, like, it's not accessible to the public. And there are houses on either side where you'd be trespassing if you used their stairs. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have to, like, scrabble up yeah. a hill, wow. which I did a <laughs> little bit sound. What? And there you go. a lot of yeah. it, like, with a little bit, like, you know, when you're avoiding a thousand tasks and yeah. you're like I'm going to climb up a wall and I just did that uh, and there was like nettles everywhere and oh I was like God. who cares yeah. I will never die and I really got up to the top <laughs> I'm a ghost like they can't kill me <laughs> yeah, can yeah exactly and I got to the 
the top and it was like night and it was beautiful and like the city of LA was like oh. out in the distance mm-hmm. with this and you can see like cars like kind of snaking around the hillsides with their headlights on and then you turn around and it's this like entrance way and I walked through it and there's like gravel and there's this old can that's like there's no also there's no debris of people loitering there's mm. zero yeah, from so people today going like people yeah so I'm like somewhat reticent to give like any details about where yeah. this is uh, but the um, the can was like completely rusted you couldn't tell what it was like it was clearly from like that time and then you go in and you 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 walk up this little bit of a, a steep entrance way and it's just the foundation of the castle so there's like a, a rock stone stone outcroppings in a, in a large rectangle and at the end of it was this glimmering white thing and I like turned my uh, phone on my flashlight and yeah. aimed it that way and you guys it is a it looks super it looks at once very old and also very clean and untouched huh. an old marble angel statue what? just staring back at me from across the empty what? I just got chills. it was amazing yeah. and I felt like is it exposed to the air or yeah well, there is a. It's underneath some stone. Like yeah. there's a stone arch, and then underneath it is this angel. But I'm sure it's been like rained on. Yeah, I'm sure. It's taking everything in me right wow. now not to burst into the Bauhaus Bella Lugosi song. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? It's a. It's a, a Bauhaus song called Bella Lugosi. That is this pretty famous. What you know, Ellen yeah. is a goth, uh, right? I you have know, to Ellen's find some reason for you to throw yeah. this in. <laughs> she was asking me. You I know, did. It was a little heavy-handed, honestly, <laughs> but I no, will but say I it. Actually, I'm Ellen sitting here. Yeah. I mean, she oh, was like, I have to say that's it. That's amazing. I, have to say it. I usually like to sneak it in. Oh, that's so I cool. I just wanted to make it easy for you. <laughs> oh, my God. Should well, we move on to step two? Yes. Uh, the, no, the that's crazy. Tasting? Crazy story, though, Anne. Yeah, yeah crazy story. Sorry to commandeer the wine taste. No, no, no. no. I, I wanted to hear this. This is a good wine. Yeah. It is. It's <laughs> my input. So next, like, usually is the, the nose, although. Okay. And you stick your nose in and take some whiffs, and the, the W sets, you say, the wine is clean, which means, like, mm. it's, it's not a fault. Wine. What if not, yeah. so you say it's clean as opposed to like the cup it, is dirty or it's not fucked up? It's not like yeah, cork. You would just say faulty. Oh, yeah, faulty, yeah. for the test, faulty. But they're never going to give you a faulty wine on the test. Yeah, probably not. And it's like medium intensity. Uh, I'm getting a lot of berries on the nose. Mm. I'm getting berry on the nose. These are like the worst. Glasses. What do you think? What do you think, Anne? I'm getting berry. I'm getting. What are you getting on the palate? Ooh, on the palate, alcohol yeah. and uh, full of that. Right? So, There's some in there. Mm-hmm. On There's the palate, that actually is, uh, when you do the W sets, so the on the palate, people are like, oh, I never know how to describe the flavors. And that's mm-hmm. like one of the least important things because you go through sweetness, acidity, tannins, mm-hmm. alcohol level, oh, really? body, flavor intensity, actual flavors, finish. <sighs> you go through all that and then, yeah. In their mouth, yeah. For me, it feels like it feels like it has a light body and a lot of acidity, but mm. I might be crazy. Be um, I'm going to agree with you on the acidity. I mm-hmm. get some acidity for sure. Um, I'm also getting a little bit of. I'm getting tannin. I'm getting a lot of tannin. Yeah. Like this, which is, makes th- me. This think, wine is young and it needs time. That's another yeah. thing you have to evaluate. You say whether the wine is ready to drink, mm. past condition, mm. drink now could age, drink now don't age. Oh my 
gosh, I don't know that part. Wow. That's part of the W sets. I don't know if the court masters has that. That's one of the things you have to say on the test side. I don't, I don't know, know if I would drink this wine necessarily. I, I think I would be. I would, I'd say you drink now. I drink now, but also. But I maybe. would age. <laughs> yeah, I would age. I, I could age this wine. Would you age it? You have to. When you open a wine, uh-huh. this is very remedial oh, no. wine no. questions. I'm sure that. I think most people listening to this uh-huh. aren't, are not. Okay, great. This is, yeah. Yeah, this is a question that they might ask. Uh, so I'm speaking for the people, Speak and to- I'm a hero. Uh, when you, ghost. I'm a hero and a ghost. Hello. <laughs> I am Casper. <laughs> I just want to say thank game. you. Thank you for speaking to the people. It's hard, but I'm yeah. brave. So the um, when you open a bottle of wine, it's good for how long? Like two weeks? It depends. It really depends on the wine. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah. yeah. It, it, t- it totally depends on the wine. Yeah. Some wine will start to go bad, quote unquote, or start to taste horribly in like a half an hour. Oh, really? Yeah. A, a vintage port you want to suck down right away. Yeah. This well, is wild. Yeah. Yeah. A vintage, like, like, if you open, I've, I've opened vintage wine before yeah. where, like, yeah. you've had like three sips, you're like, this is incredible. And then it just crashes because the oxygen wow. will instantly just kind of kill it. Like yeah. when the ghosts start getting aged in beetle juice. It's exactly what it's like. Right? Yeah, like it's you exactly just see its, its like. life yeah. going out in front it of gets your eyes. sucked out. Yeah. Yeah. It's so sad. Wow. That's a sad movie. I love that movie, but I'm I love sad that part. Movie. It is a sad part. Mm-hmm. I really got upset time. by that. Yeah. But uh, but like some wines will be good for like a week even open if okay. they have the right structure and it's the right time and you know they're, they're kept at the right they're temperature. Kept at the right temperature. They never get hot. Sealed. Yeah. Yeah. But like some wines will just kind of keep changing and like that's why a lot of times you decant a wine to yeah. kind of get oxygen, get it moving around because it'll start to just kind of blow off anything and get it sort of like the flavors kind of can meld in a little mm-hmm. bit. Because like for this, for me, I'm getting a lot of tannin and the acidity. I'm guessing it's old world is my oh, guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my thought if someone were like, I'm I'm feeling like this is Italian. Really? Mm. I'm feeling, I don't know. That's my... Is that your No, no, no. We guess? should wait till the final, till the very end. Yeah. And we you can, can start to have your ideas. Do. But it's I mean, so that's funny, my, you know, like to tie I, I'm it. I'm not, I'm used to writing down the, I'm, I'm, I'm discombobulated <laughs> to do my technical analysis because I'm like, oh, I haven't thought about alcohol level or finish. Like it feels high tan and it feels pretty high alcohol. Mm-hmm. It could be a Sangiovese. Could be. Mm. It could be. It could even be a very, very young... Barbaresco. Oh, I don't know if I put a Barbaresco in this. I don't feel like bottle. there's enough flowers in it to be a Barbaresco or a Barolo. But to me, I feel like in all this stuff, this like deductive reasoning, like this mm-hmm. brings it back to your wine about we can do all this stuff about yeah, what happens after we die. Yeah. But like we don't know. And right. all these things are all just tools we use to try and mm-hmm. suss it out and to try and figure it out. But at the end of the day, we won't know until we take off the, the aluminum also, yeah, foil around this wine. The frustration I have about the about my wine is the frustration you guys have until you open that wine <laughs> or until you take the foil off. Yeah. We're like, yeah. oh, what is that? What is uh, it? What is yeah. it? Could be this, but, could be that. I heard mm-hmm. this. I feel that. It's like you can't get little tastes of death Oh, well, I mean, you can though. Has anyone had yeah. a near-death experience? Not personally, I, no. <laughs> Ellen has. <laughs> really? No, I mean, I've, I, no, I've never had. I haven't. I have not technically died. Uh, <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm like, oh, Ellen has. I had a major brain trauma once that put me out of it for four no. days, in what? which I basically feel like if death is like that, then it's wow. just nothing. But okay, what happened? If you, you don't have I to, I fell off. I fell off like a ten-foot ledge and uh, landed, I guess, oh. first on my oh. hand and then on my head. And all I know is that 
about four days in, I just have this memory. I'm in the hospital and my family's all there and I'm having some soup fed to me, which I know was four days. Apparently for the first four days, every time I woke up, I was like, what? what's going on? Like, oh. I have no memory of the accident. I have no memory of any of it. Oh, my God. But I'm like, I always thought after that, it kind of made me not fear death. Oh, that wasn't an so actual near death experience. No, but it's, it was, no, that sounds It's what I feel like it must close. be like to be. Well, I do know a person who did die. His heart stopped and he's, he has no memory of anything happening. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a lot like, you know, where were you during the Industrial Revolution? Like, you have no memory of it. Yeah. Right. It's the same thing, I would think. You know, yeah. there's no memory of not being here. It's just not being You're here. You're not there. But yeah. I think we spend all this time, and I guess rightly so, trying to, like, deduce and figure it out and ask ourselves these questions. Mm-hmm. But I think that's more about appreciating, like, the, the moment yeah. and, like, what's currently happening. Yeah. I think all those, like, deductive reasoning things just kind of make it more about the present, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think that the, like, finiteness of of life helps you really, like, not take it for granted. But I also know that, like, part of being able to live is, like, the tacit ability to take it for granted. Right, (laughs) Like, to, to, like, not ask this question every moment of every day. (laughs) But, like, maybe begin and end every day with a little reflection on death. But not let that, like, color everything. Did you have many people in your life, like, sorry, die? No, no, Have you known many people that died? I haven't. I feel like I've been very, like, lucky in terms of that so Mm -hmm. far. I mean, I know that we're all going to experience that a lot right. by the end, but uh, I'm planning on dying young, so it's going to be fine. <laughs> All right, great. Uh, but like, do you yeah. feel like you would live your life differently if you knew what would happen? If you knew I, what yeah, happened? I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure of it, right? Like, yeah. if there wasn't a question, like, if we hmm. knew... Exactly. If, we, if you knew you were going to come back as a kitty cat, you'd be like, oh, yeah. we'd all be killing ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just love all those cats. I'd be like, give me Ooh, your, your yeah. cat. Oh. <laughs> love every cat until I die. Oh, yeah. I, I, I feel the same way about dogs. I just, I mm-hmm. want to hang out with every... It makes me really sad that I can't meet every dog. Yeah. Right. You yeah. know? I love, I love dogs. They're great. They're so yeah. good. Yeah, I always like the idea of like my fantasy is like after death, you like get to ask all the questions about like like you get oh. all the spoilers from the oh, world. Oh my yeah. god! Like you get to sit in a room and some guy with a projector is like, "What do you want to know?" And you're like, yeah. uh, "Area fifty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It exists. What's my, going on? Right? Yeah. Who killed JFK? <laughs> <laughs> Did Trump really know oh, what god. he was doing? <laughs> was he in on it? Oh yeah, Jesus. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like give me, give me context for my yeah. for my existence. Would that be like yeah. God with the the PowerPoint? Are you religious at all? Not really. Were you ever? Were you raised with any? My or? both of my parents were raised in like religious households, but neither of them took to it. But my mom. I think enjoyed the structure of like going somewhere with mm-hmm. an open heart once a week and and talking about spirituality. So she became for a little while a Unitarian when me and mm-hmm. my little sister were young, and that we'd go to Sunday school there, which is basically you learn about all the other religions. Oh uh, yeah, oh. you just like go and visit other churches, or you learn about other faiths, and you learn about just like respect and yeah. inclusivity, and just like figure yourself out. But I think a lot of from my experience, it felt like a lot of Unitarian are people who were raised with religion who found themselves to be outside of the demographic that religion usually like helps like for some reason mm-hmm. of like a lot of like gay people yeah. a lot of people who like cannot for one or another reason subscribe to the guilt process that religion instills but I mean I might be talking on my butt that's just my memories from childhood yeah 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 that, that feels right right yeah. Think, like yeah, yeah there's like a whole you know sect of like religion I think that is very inclusive yeah which, I don't know why 
all of them aren't. It's right. <laughs> like some of them are built on the yeah. idea of not being. Yeah, or, um, which is like yeah. I don't know how anyone doesn't see the, the transparency of that and how right. like full of shit those people are. Right. It feels like the more I don't know. I mean, yeah. like I'm just some asshole, but I uh, feel like yeah. So my mom now is Buddhist, and my dad is very agnostic, and my sister and I just sort of wander around. So wow. yeah. How about you guys? Raised in a very unmethodist Methodist church, like it oh, was. Yeah. It was a very loving, diverse community. It still is. My mom is always like, "Well, if we weren't Methodist, I would be going to like the Unitarian." Um, oh, really? Yeah, very open-minded. Like when my dad and I have talked about sort of what we believe, or at least for me, maybe more what I sort of hope to think. It sounds very similar, except for they also believe in Jesus and like give things names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, I feel like there's maybe some sort of power pushing things around out there but i don't yeah. think of it as god and i don't necessarily know is and i i don't know hmm. yeah but basically i mean i believe they just raised me I, I don't know i was lucky i went to a nice christian <laughs> church where they were just like be yeah. nice to other people be that's nice great. to yourself golden rule yeah, yeah and i'm truly. like well that's great if all religion was like i wish all organized religion were mm-hmm. like that but yeah where mm. it's like i feel like you can believe a very specific thing and believe that that's correct but still be very and use that specific thing to influence the way that you interact with others and yeah. be very positive and affirming person yeah i was raised lutheran in like a very inclusive church too right. like the pastor was like all love you know super great and it was a yeah. great in you know introduction to religion for me yeah i know i'm um, like i never had the i know so many people that just have so much stone. like venom towards yeah. religion mm-hmm. but then i had like a like a stepdad who kind of like got kind of oh, like no. like used religion to manipulate people mm. so then it was like in like mega churches and all oh, that God. kind of stuff and that those like are that, scary they're scary they're you really know scary because it's this ideology and it's this it, it can be used as a tool yeah. to like oppress people and to manipulate people and it's yeah I, it, i've seen it firsthand yeah with you know with my mom um and it just is like this is gross mm-hmm. and so now basically i guess i'm i mean i meditate a lot so i don't know if they get such yeah. buddhism oh, but man i always mean to do that you i always mean it. to do it join <laughs> us in tm calls oh. we're not yeah. <laughs> meaning to do that meditating oh, but i write it down God, every it. week yeah, it's on my, it's it's on my list you. it's on my list <laughs> i uh, downloaded the headspace app oh, and then yeah. it just sat on my phone for a year <laughs> Did not open it. I was like, did it. And then just like let oh, time man, go by. Right? And meditation never took with me until uh, I did the TM thing. What's and it's this TM thing? Like transcendental meditation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For all that were like, no, no, organized religion. We're yeah. both TM. I mean, it's not religion. But yeah, we both do TM. Yeah, but Chad it's all, I. I mean, like, but like, I, I mean, today I was Googling and like, I'm going to Google what happens after we die. Yeah. And of course, like. Anything good? Oprah pops up. Oh. It's like one of the first Oprah ways. happens after you die what? Heaven with Oprah, she's God. She's God. Well, oh, I thought it meant you get a turn at being her. <laughs> you get to go to heaven, and you get to go to heaven. You're gonna have it. Um, no, I just thought it fitting that like mm-hmm. the first links that yeah. pop up would be like Oprah interviews. I'm like, of course, Oprah's like delved into this. Oh I'm yeah, gonna go, I'm gonna go to the the Oprah Oracle, the Oprah Kroll. Oprah? Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what did she say? Um, she, uh, I'm like tripping over my words with excitement about what Oprah says what? about after death. Right. <laughs> I mean, it was just a lot about appreciating the now, being present, mm-hmm. not comparing yourself to other people, be happy with what you have, you know, take every moment precious. And it's so easy to say and it's like getting, yeah. you know, but like really trying to embrace the now, but also that the death as like a 
a marker as like a pole for us just makes mm-hmm. living mm-hmm. Like makes living possible so like without death there is no living right so you have to have that in order to yeah. be able to live so there's no way to you know disassociate them it just is yeah and that death just is she had a lot of interviews with a lot of people on and it was just that's rad yeah it was like very she kept like kind of like bringing it back and keeping it simple mm-hmm. and you know being grateful and being present and that's great it's the hardest thing to do though it's really the hardest <laughs> thing to do about it I'm the uh-huh. worst at it I'm like yeah. let's be present for one second nope I have three stories right <laughs> and, and it's funny and, and as creative people you know you spend a lot of time using your imagination mm-hmm. that's gonna happen in that yeah. perspective as well when you think about death, you're going to use your imagination in that way. Right. Which can be good and bad. Right. But it also, it's it's hard to sort of like train the imagination to sort of bring it back to mm-hmm. present. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, yeah. If we're going to come back to the present, let's uh, maybe oh, yeah. finish our, let's, uh, let's should we, should analyze. We analyze? The, so uh, we hadn't talked a lot about what we taste on this one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Let's, I'm so sorry. Um, oh no. That's, it's, it's, it's really, it's so tannic. It's about tannic. you. The show's about you. <laughs> and, it's it not is, about sorry. <laughs> that is, those are the words that everyone has to say to me to get me off. <laughs> that's awful. This isn't the show for that. <laughs> you guys are sophisticated and I'm just like, I made a journal this week. Just turn into a mean girl. <laughs> <laughs> truly did. Truly. Truly, truly do. Mm. A lot of like dark cherry and mm-hmm. black raspberry. And, yeah, I get dark cherry. I get so the slightest bit of like anise in there too. Oh, a little bit. A little bit of earth. Finish isn't exceptionally long. No. I just feel like this wine is, is too young. Maybe we're going to open it. It's going to be like 2006 Zinfandel. Tricked on. Yeah. Right. Or it's um, 2018. So I, think it's I think it's And I'm, I'm, you know, truth, truth be told, I have, I am familiar with Gregory's book. Oh, yeah. So I have an idea of what exact wine it is. Is it Italian? It's, and I don't think it's Italian. Oh, fuck. I think, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's French. I think it's a Bordeaux. I think oh. it's a Chateau Troupade. Is it a right... Bank is, is it more of a Cab Franc based one? I no. don't remember. <laughs> it's Does just it? so tannic. It just it has a little bit of the cassis that I would think of for Bordeaux. It's the cassis, yeah, that's what I would think of. What is a cassis? It's like the liqueur, liqueur. Oh, like the the color? creme de cassis. Oh, oh, yeah, don't know yeah. that either. But I'm guessing this Sometimes would be they mix it in champagne. a left oh. bank Bordeaux. Then, I think it's a left bank Bordeaux. It's not that Merlot-y they have. at yeah, all. But, but then you said Italian, and I was like, oh, fuck, it could be Italian. <laughs> well, the color makes me think it's the garnet color that the makes color. me go to Sangiovese or, or Nebbiolo. It's the I color. Know. Oh, my God, I love it. What this. happens when we die? I don't know. You guys, I, don't I think know. it's French. <laughs> you think it's French? No, I have no idea. Come on, just, you have to guess. Okay, something. I'm going to guess. Um, <laughs> I saw the documentary Somme. There you go. So yes. I know what I'm talking about yes, now. She does. I think that it is. You know, here's the thing I have worked in enough fancy ass restaurants that I should know half a thing about wine. Mm-hmm. And yet I did the like, that thing of like when you just, it, it felt like diving right into the deep end. Yeah. Like, so I was just like, I got a rote memory this i got to do cue cards and i can't give a shit like i just gotta yeah. which is pretty sacrilegious considering this is a i love the experience of it and talking mm-hmm. about it and hearing other people's like experience with the same wine that i'm drinking like i see the value in it yeah, i think it's, it's, yeah. it's fun to do like tasting yeah. groups you know yeah i bet yeah we're about to, get, to be tasting with a whole bunch of people yeah <laughs> oh my god that's so exciting uh, and like <laughs> I love I love wine people. I love tasting with wine people. It is yeah. a little ridiculous, but you know it can get a little ridiculous depending on who you're doing it with. <laughs> really? you know? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'd I like. Tasting with Gregory Condes is really fun. 
because he has he's a very very you know intelligent person knows a ton about wine but also has a great sense about it mm-hmm. and, and you know everyone's perspective is really welcome and it's true with wine like people can say things you like you can't oh. tell someone they're wrong if they taste blah, that blah, is blah. nice you can't right. tell them they're wrong like yeah. it's I taste root beer okay. and foot. <laughs> just kidding. I don't taste either of those things. Those are just we the first two things. We translate that to anise and uh, <laughs> earth. <laughs> oh. you, you have to learn how to translate. Yeah. Uh, it's like you translate cat pee to asparagus. Uh, Ooh. Translation. Oh, a, I love that. Yeah, that's a lot of uh, looking at Cobalt. Unless you're talking about the New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc, and mm. then it's uh, cat piss on the gooseberry bush. Ooh, Always. shots fired. Cat piss no, on the no, gooseberry. That, that's classic, like, classic psalm description. Of wow. It's like, oh, this is uh, not New kidding. Zealand, and then I forgot what kind of wine it was just now. <laughs> it's, it's Savvy B. Savvy B. Savvy Savvy Blanc. B. Cat piss on a gooseberry. <laughs> So true. Uh, you're so cat piss on a gooseberry right <laughs> now. Oh. Sorry to be such a savvy. Are you bee. saying I'm a white from New Zealand? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh dear. You're a white from New Zealand. I did spend three years there, so I'm oh, a little yeah. bit of a savvy bee. What? Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, from when I was like 10 to when I was 13. Wow. Are you like a military what, North kid? or South? Though? No. I, like my dad had like a job opening there. Uh, he had cool. a job that could we could have stayed in Denver, but I think my mom caught wind of there being a position in New Zealand and was like, we got to go. Yeah. Was it gorgeous? Yeah, we out. It was amazing. It was everything that you want it to be. Well, should we do lightning round and then open the see what we're drinking? Sure. Should we do it? Any final thoughts for you? What you Uh, what you think it is, Anne? Um, maybe a let's just say. What what are you both guessing? I'm guessing it's 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 Italian. Uh, mm. I'm guessing it's uh, fuck. It's a Nebbiolo. Mm. That's my guess. Okay. Final final guess. It's, it's a Nebbiolo of some type from okay. somewhere in wow. Italy. Wow. Northern Italy. Oh. I think I'll Young. just... I'm just going to say it's a Pinot Noir, and I know that's definitely wrong, <laughs> but that's the red wine I know. Okay. They haven't and, put Pinot Noirs in these shaped bottles since, like, the 70s. Ooh, yeah. I'm changing my guess. Yeah. But if we were doing this blind, they would probably would have... If, if we'd been really, really doing, doing this doing the way blind, we should, yeah. we would have had Brennan put it in a different bottle. Mm. Decanter, yeah. yeah. Maybe it's a, um, you know, I... It's going to be an Oregon Pinot Noir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say that. I'm going to say okay. it's from All Oregon. Right. It's, Oregon it's a Pinot Noir. Noir. And your final guess is it's you know exactly which uh, cab it is. I'm going to, I think so. Okay. I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm well, now, I I have, I have concerns, but um, I'm, I think it's let's the Bordeaux. Keep the I think it's the Chateau Troupod. Trupeau, Let's keep the uh, suspense up a few minutes longer. Do okay. lightning round. And, lightning and round. We'll... What's lightning round? Where we ask you wine questions. Spookily bad. Who knows what happens if you answer wrong? I'm going in with a very good attitude, but very aware that I am going to fail this, but it's going to be great. It's going to be great. First question. Yes, <laughs> what year did the Judgment of Paris happen? Oh. <laughs> the Judgment of Paris, 1851. Oh. No. <laughs> 1976. <laughs> 
I hear Paris and I think 18th century, baby. Bastille Day. <laughs> what was that? What is the? What is that? What is, not Bastille Day, but the uh, the thing I just guessed. First of all, I really appreciate you jumping in with an answer. Yeah. Like right I off mean, the just bat. lightning rounded up. Yeah, you definitely lightning rounded. We take our time with our yeah. lightning. Yeah, a lot of times. Oh it's... shoot! Is this an open question for everyone? No, no, no. no we know the okay, answer. I felt yeah, like a monster. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> like a spooky monster. Monsters are welcome on the Halloween <laughs> episode. <laughs> Uh, I love it. I love it. So, so the judgment of Paris in 1976, there was like a blind wine judging thing, and two uh, California wines beat both a Burgundy and a Bordeaux, and people were like, oh, California wow. wine can be good! That's that amazing. Was, yeah, that was the first time like French people were like, oh, we may like this. We don't know how do you say <laughs> mm, delicious. Oh, delicious. wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a blind tasting, and French people didn't even choose the French wine. Yeah. Word. What? Exactly. That it's going to be wine from Missouri, guys, that we're drinking. <laughs> My home state. This is going to be uh, Norden. Uh, uh, should we do another question? Go for it. Hit it. Oh, yeah. What's the difference between a... Uh, these are neither... What we're drinking out of the goblets are neither a Burgundy nor a Bordeaux glass, but do you know what the difference between a wine glass designed for Burgundy or Bordeaux is? Um, and why they're that way? I don't, but should I guess? Yeah. Go for it. Okay, I'm going to guess that a Bordeaux... Is lighter, and thus the glass might be a little bit less uh, tall. <laughs> if you kind of like reverse both of those, great. So the yes. the uh, Bordeaux is a little bit darker. It's a little bit fuller wine. <laughs> yeah, and it's the the glass is going to be a little narrower, whereas okay. uh, uh, Burgundy needs a little more breathing room. So the base of it's going to be a little wider to let the let some air and mm-hmm. to bring out those notes oh. of, of the berries and such, and uh, then it'll be funneled up. So I love drinking everything out of a Burgundy glass. Personally, yeah. a lot of a lot of wine. Like burgundy glass. Why yeah. not use a burgundy glass for everything? What benefits? Because people are idiots. Well, <laughs> people are ooh hot takes. Shade. I would use it. I it's mean, so cold over here in the shade <laughs> and that wine shade. Some white wines are and chilled wines. I feel like are better better in a narrower mm. glass. But but I love the burgundy glass. Ooh. Yeah, like well, burgundy glasses are those kind of bulbous ones that have like the, the round sort of oh, and they come yes. to a point at the top. Oh, okay. And Bordeaux glasses are more like a like a chimney like a shaft okay like that great so the thought is is that like with the burgundy glass you have all that extra surface area and then it comes to a point so it's like a like a like more a microscope so you can kind of zoom in on different aspects of the wine easier like more so more is a little more delicate come out wow. more whereas with the like bordeaux glass it's more of like a shaft so it's, it's like a bigger wine yeah so oh. you need more air around your nose and the other reason like huh. the reason the bottles are shaped differently the reason the bordeaux bottles have yes. what's called shoulders like the bottle we're looking at whereas a pinot noir glass is sloped is cuz except for like, this one which tannins. is totally a pinot noir totally a pinot <laughs> it's a rebel Oregon it's Pino. a rebel organ Pinot, but <laughs> I, I heard it was because you often, more often, have to decant a cab or something like that. So the shoulders give you like room as you're slowly oh. decanting to see the sediment. The sediment I, this yeah. is one thing I've heard. I could be wrong. I think like I think it's a little bit of both. Like sometimes Probably. they just like made a bottle and, and then, then they like, made oh, a oh, this worked out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's a little bit more of accident. 
Do you want to ask the a, next question? You ready for the final? I am. Or not the final, but like the, the second to last. The one. penultimate? Yeah, it's the penultimate. I just, I'm yeah. so bad at wine, I have to brag about knowing words. Ooh. I love it. Well, um, since you saw the movie Psalm. Yes. And we're going to take that accreditation, the Court of Masters, that's what we're going to we're take We're taking tomorrow. the intro level. It, yeah. it, 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 that's right? what you're taking tomorrow? Not the final well, fancy yeah. one. There's, there's three levels. We're taking the first level. Wow, but yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. They don't blind taste us on this one. They teach us no. their method, but... For, to pass the test, we don't have to blend. I'm very so. excited for you guys. Well, it's do you be know? Fun. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited. Do you know how many actual master sommeliers there are who have actually made it through all three levels, like in the movie, and I'm, how many have passed? Oh, I should know this. I'm going to say either six or twelve. Oh no, more than that. Really? Yeah, Damn more. It. Than that. It's, uh, it's under two hundred. Maybe in the U.S. I don't know. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, one hundred and eighty-seven. Close. Ooh, close. How many? 149. Nice. Do you know how many are women? How many are women? Oh, no. I know. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so <laughs> bummed out. Well, Negative 30. Three. <laughs> <laughs> right in between there. 20, 24? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What a world. I know. What a world. I'm here to change things. I believe in, in you. Women. Mm-hmm. I believe in you so hard. You got this. WFW. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wine what? for women. <laughs> wow. We should do Woman like, friend yeah. wine. Wine for women. My new wine podcast. Wine for women. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to Wine for we Women. We are all just drinking the skinny girl. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm amazing. just like your gay friend. You're like, oh, he's my gay. He's my gay. Yeah. My gay over there. Yeah. He's, he's allowed like, to be here because he's. Thanks, no, guys. I have a lot of wine friends that are females. I you're going to say, I have a lot of gay friends and you wouldn't be my choice. (laughs) (laughs) You just happen to know enough about wine. You would not be my... And I'm sorry, but you're not my token gay friend. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Sean. Wow. Okay. (laughs) I did choose you, though. I didn't want it. To do this. (laughs) I didn't want it, but now that I don't have it, I'm (laughs) not going to look sad. (laughs) Funny how that works out. Guys, let's fucking find out what's in this bottle. Yeah, the concentration is killing uh, me. Oh, this is so exciting. Oh, God, I'm so scared. I've been so scared all day. Anticipation. Antis- oh, Rocky Horror Rocky right Horror. there. I'm just a sweet transvestite. <gasps> fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. From, from Transylvania. Oh, you fucking got it. What is it? Whoa. Nice. Wow. wow, that was amazing. Wow. But we can tell who passed her blind tasting on the yeah. advanced level. You're yo. amazing. It was the color, you guys. First of all, I can't believe. <laughs> <laughs> I just wouldn't have guessed that Gregory Condes would have sent us the Azalea Barolo. This is an exceptional Barolo, right? This is an exceptional Barolo. What is a, we're, we're drinking exceptional time. wine. You guys, we should have. Oh, it's 2013. Barolos need like 10 years, so yeah. we're drinking this. But but fuck a yeah! Wow. I'm so excited he sent us this. Wow! Yeah, I'm wow. so excited too. Like and now I'm just like, oh, this is such a great. <laughs> it's such a great. <laughs> well, that explains a lot. Yeah, Nebbiolo, you called it for sure. I love that knowing the type of wine makes the wine experience different for you guys. Yeah, it really does. Like you that's great. Know? I would love some more. Well, I love of, the yeah. wine. Well, part I love of my it, deductive but... reasoning was that I'm like, there's no way Thank it's you. that. I was just like, and I was it's... like, and I was also thinking, <laughs> what like what are the Italian wines that he has that he probably would thrown in there and I was oh. I just wouldn't have assumed that it I just, this. yeah you it was the mean? combination of the color and the tannins I'm like I can't see this being anything else than like 
High five, mm, Ellen. Good job. Awesome. That was so impressive. Very I feel impressive. So validated about life now. Wow. You should. You, you guys should are feel experts. About wine. But I can see how you, the the cab thoughts would come to you. The, yeah. the Bordeaux, it's especially because like, you know like a his, young Bordeaux. Have you had actually tasted this uh, from his library before, or is that just one you've seen on the list and been like, "Ooh, I want to get that bottle." This is an expensive fucking bottle of wine. It is an expensive wow. bottle of wine. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have tasted this actually. And I know I've, I've had a lot of the Azalea. The Azalea stuff is all really great, but I don't think I've had the Barolo. Oh, I have uh, now I have. Um, yeah, now it's you great. have. Oh, it's so oh, exciting! Wow. So exciting. Um, 2013 Barolo. It's the Nebbiolo grape. Nebbiolo grape. Yeah. Nebbiolo from the Piedmont. From the Piedmont. From the Piedmont. So in like Piedmont, there's like Barolo and Barbaresco, mm-hmm. and then like the Longue is a region around it. And okay. There's a bunch of Nebbiolo. They grow up there. Like so, that's like the main grape they grow for all those wines. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Nebbiolo is a type of grape that they grow for the wine in this area oh. that the that the winery is in. I forgot yeah. that, to mention yeah. the one other thing that led me to think not uh, Bordeaux is I didn't taste oak. On it. Oh yeah, and they're usually like that's another like one of those deductive things. You're like, how much oak influence is there? And like, oh you don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some new Barolos that are aging things in new oak more, like to be more modern. But like, yeah, you. I feel like you'd get that more on a cab. Mm. I like it. <laughs> I like it, too. Well, I like it. Well, on that note, we're going to ask you the final question. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just what's bringing you some joy. Yeah. Some oh. happiness. Really? Just, like, just, yeah. yeah. Just that. Oh, oh my gosh. That's, that's, that's wonderful. Oh, here, she's sighing like such a breath of oh. <laughs> Yes. You know, like after Make them stop torturing me. <laughs> no, it's not torture. I just feel like an asshole because we'll my life. We'll off in a minute. <laughs> my only modes are like be like kind of a facetious know-it-all or like make fun of myself for not knowing something. No, so like a, I feel bad for you guys to be subjected to Anne who doesn't know the answer. No, <laughs> no I love it. I love it. I like your I like that you answer. Some people just are, get nervous and, and hedge. Yeah. Oh so no, I, I no, like no. I want to have like a horse in the race, even if the horse is the dumbest. <laughs> like your horse was very intelligent, just a little slow. It was Pinot Noir. It was not even in the stable. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty embarrassed. I'm just, I'm actually just embarrassed over here. That's but fine. I didn't. I, I mean, if, Gregory, if I would have known you were going to throw the Barolo in there, I would have obviously picked that. <laughs> but I guess, See, yeah, I don't know Greg, so that didn't factor in my. Yeah, I had a lot more going into it. Yeah. Oh, but it wasn't it wasn't a true blind tasting. I mean, like true, true in that, like I had no concept of anything. I had right. Some, you kind of knew who was giving you it. Yeah. Right. And I also knew the, the wines that he had. Mm. Oh, that's smart. That he had to choose from. Oh, wow. So I, I mean, I, I knew I'd seen his list, although he sent us a shipment that had not, things. I mean, that not, not like not like. Yeah, yeah. You, this you, is so nice I mean, of him. This is so nice. And he's a previous. Uh, I used to work with him. and He's a wine importer. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a guest. Eventually. He's a guest at the end of November. <gasps> yeah. Well, it'll be December probably by the time that's out. But yeah, oh, that'll yeah. be great. So it's exciting. For all you folks at home and in the car and enough hedging and what's giving you joy. <laughs> um, I think two things. Okay. One, dogs in general, and then. To I really like, and I'm not at all associated with this show, uh, so it's such a weird plug, but I really plug it up. <laughs> plug it up. But plug just it. on Netflix, have you guys been watching Big Mouth? Oh, no, I haven't started yet. yet. What is so that? But, but Drew Drogi r- yeah. helped write on it, so I'm going to be watching it. Is that listening. animated, right? It is. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's like it about puberty and like there's, there's like a main boy kid and a main girl kid and um, the uh, they both have hormone monsters that they talk to, but it's great. It's awesome. I would. Th- that's making me very happy. Lately. Big mouth. Okay. Yeah, big mouth. I will. I will. I know. I need to start it. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, no, I've heard it's really good. Nick Kroll and who else? Nick Kroll and someone oh, else. Oh, Maya, Maya Rudolph and like yeah. a million people. Like everyone is like, what? They're doing this? What? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm excited, excited yeah, to see man. it. Thank you so much for, thank you for so having for me. Oh you guys are a delight. This was great. Go Thanks for going through Anne this. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, go see Anne at the Groundlings, guys. Oh, She's yeah. Hilarious. Oh, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Cheers. 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 Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Listen to the echoes as we record this outro at Covell. You guys were sneaking and recording an outro in Sidebar at Covell. Yeah, super sneak. From the epicenter of wine. Yes, actually, we are we are surrounded by more wine than we are even when we open as many bottles as we did on Elisa's episode. <laughs> Airplane episode. Oh, gosh, that was fun. Thanks, UCB. Thanks, UCB. Thanks, uh, Dr. America, for our song. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Covell, where we're sitting. Thank you, Space. <laughs> Thank you, Space. Thank you, W. Sets and Court Masters. Yes, in space. Thank yeah. you, um, the atmosphere. Thank the you, atmosphere. oxygen. Thank you, oxygen. Thank Carbohydrates. You, thank you, photosynthesis. <laughs> it's necessary. <laughs> I mean, the grapes really need it. They really need they it. They really do, actually. They this need is the entirely sun. factual. It's needed. Um, uh, up next week, we have... Cassie Jerkins! Cassie Jerkins! Yay! Yay! It's a really fun episode. We, we talk about puppets and wine and puppeting wine. All right, guys. <laughs> have a good one. Adios. Adios. I just drink This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.